What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. I kind of got that beginning flow consistent. It feels like I'm reading a script, but I kind of already memorized the script, so it's kind of coming out in a way where... It's natural now. Yeah. it's That's the Meisner effect, man. Meisner effect? Or the Meisner uh, way of acting. Ooh, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. Yeah, the Meisner method. You just repeat the same shit so many times that you, in so many different ways, eventually you, you get comfortable with it. Oh, Marty, God damn it! You Sorry. know what, Marty? Just roll the music. Sorry, guys. It's so funny. My friends always call me at the wrong fucking time. You too. You do the same shit. Do I? Yeah. You know what? You're not. You're not the best at that too. All right, guy. Really? So don't don't go pointing the fingers. I mean, it's none of our faults, though. It, it, of course it's not. You don't know what the other person's doing. You just hope they're not, like, you know, doing something, like, in the middle of something or of a shoot. Yeah. You know who's the worst at that? Larry. Oh, yeah. Our friend Larry always tends to call us in the middle and literally in the middle of something. Yeah. I don't know how he fucking knows, but he knows. Yeah. Subconsciously, he's like, oh, they must be really fucking busy right now. They're probably carrying shit. Let me call them right now. <laughs> there was this one time or not one time one period of time it was probably like a month or so where he called me larry calls me like a decent amount of time i talked to larry on the phone a good amount of times and he would call me every time he's taking a shit and it so happens that he's taking a shit and i'm taking a shit at the same exact time do you not find that weird to be talking on the phone while taking a shit I mean, I'd feel weird talking to uh like my girl or something like that but <laughs> i wouldn't feel weird talking to my boy i'm i'm taking a shit it's like the most comfortable time right now you know like i got time right now if you want to talk to me i got some time just know i'm taking a shit i know but i'm just comparing it to like real life too because like if if somebody was in the same place as you you wouldn't be outside their door fucking talking to them while they're taking a shit you know no no you wouldn't be doing that in real life. Uh, you know what though i've actually done that before in the air force well, yeah, that's kind of different, though. I had to, like, talk to this one kid, and I was, I had to relay this message because I had no time, and so I told somebody to call him while I was taking a shit, <laughs> so oh. they called him, <laughs> he came to my stall, and I relayed him the message so he could relay it or go somewhere else. You guys used to see each other taking shits, too? No, definitely not. There was a stall. It's like a, a closed stall. So that's the only privacy you really get, right? Because when you're taking a shower at the Air Force, it's, everybody's naked yeah. for sure in the military. It is what it is, bro. Like it, it's funny because when you first get to basic training, everybody's freaking out and like, <laughs> oh my god, like, oh, uh, like I feel so fucking weird. And of course you do, bro. Like you're not used to being naked as fuck in front of a whole bunch of men. You know what I mean? Was there anybody that didn't care though? In the beginning, no. I'd say, I mean, people act cool you know everybody tries to act cool and not like fucking weird but in your head you're like this is fucking weird bro yeah. what am i doing but i mean at the same time bro it it you become comfortable with it you know what i mean this isn't like a, a sexuality type of thing i'm sure there's people in there that that were gay but it is what it is you know what i mean nobody came up to me and like hit on me or did anything like disrespectful like that but 
it, it got to a point where everybody would just mess around in like a funny way. Like you start hitting people with towels as they're naked and shit like that. Oh, you guys start getting comfortable, huh? Ah, ficamos confortável. <laughs> no one's going to understand that. <laughs> Only the Brazilians. Uh, so it was funny because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a clown and I'm a jerk at the same time, but I'm a funny jerk. So I kind of get away with a lot of stuff. And uh we get further and further into basic training so everybody's like comfortable and shit and there's this one kid that's extremely shy still this is like four weeks into it and he's like super shy he's super quiet you got a super and small dick huh <laughs> i don't know about all that i don't remember that but <laughs> i just <laughs> but it like he was just quiet and but i would like mess with him sometimes you know what i mean like i, I was cool with him i was cool with everybody in there you know what i mean everybody um were were we were like close you know what i mean mm -hmm. and um i was i was cool with him too and me and him would like mess around like with each other like uh, get jokes and pranks on each other this one time i walk into the shower everybody's naked as fuck and i'm like oh my god I forgot his name. I'm just going to say it's Jerry. I was like, oh my God, Jerry's got a boner. <laughs> Yo, everybody whips their heads and looks right at him. He's like, man, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Damn, you're so fucked. I would hate to be friends yeah. with you at the Air Force. Yo, bro. Oh my, bro. We used to do the dumbest things just to pass the time because you don't have your phone. You, there's no technology. You know what I mean? So you learn how to have fun just with you and your friends. And there's 60 guys inside of one big thing so you got to think about it in the beginning nobody knows each other so it's kind of fucking weird like i said but once you get weeks into it bro you become great friends with these people i and bet bro especially if you got no phones like you you got no choice but to connect with the person next to you do you remember jackass uh i think it was uh jackass 2 when they would throw socks at each other or like a rock or a ball like they would all stand in a circle with their legs open they would throw a ball at each other's like crotch and you can't flinch if you get if you flinch you get slapped on the back of the neck what the fuck what kind of game is this it exactly it's when you're bored as fuck and you're a male and you have a lot of testosterone to get out <laughs> bro it was hilarious so we used to roll up these socks in the air force but we used to have to roll them up so perfectly by the time we finished it it was as hard as a rock legitimately as hard as a rock you can like tap it and it thumps damn bitch So we would stay like 10, 15 feet away from each other and we would throw it at each other. It was hilarious. It would hurt like a bitch, but it was still funny. It was fun to play. I was pretty good at it since I've always been, you know, playing basketball my whole life. <laughs> yeah, Nick Giassi. But uh, yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. I, I bet everybody there is on NoFap, right? You can't really like fucking masturbate in a room full of guys. No, nah, yeah, definitely definitely not i i'd never masturbate in the air force for sure damn so you went months without fapping that's crazy i never thought of that but that is so true no but I, i'm sure people do fap like um you could hide inside of the stalls at night sometimes people have to keep security you know what i mean mm. so two people have to keep security every night to keep to prevent people from committing suicide that's really what it is what that's crazy isn't it yeah So in case anybody ever wants to commit suicide, two people will have to stand guard and just roam around and make sure it's all good. But it's also a, a training method so you can stay up at night and 
be a guard in case anything happens and you're in a real military operation yeah you know what i mean gotta stay up for the enemies exactly so i'm sure people would go inside of the stalls at night while one of them is roaming around the other one's in the stall you know beating his dick <laughs> i don't i definitely don't doubt that Dang, i must feel like superman by the time boot camp is over huh it's a very it's a crazy you saw me bro you you actually went to visit me you and larry yeah and that was months of no fat months of no fat and i was a robot <laughs> i was a robot well, you're kind of brainwashed at the same time too for sure for sure it's a it's a total brainwash the the you know it takes a couple of weeks to really break habits dude you're so fucking weird when when so when we weird. saw you at the graduation or whatever so weird bro so weird bro you're like a complete robot express no emotions changed. right and i went from like this crazy kid and it took you a while to get back too like even after you left the air force like it took you months before the original nick giassi came back and i don't even think you're originally the way you were before you went like you're forever changed for sure and honestly though i really appreciate a lot of things it really made me be more of a nitpick a nitpick person so with certain things like i love to have my house and my room organized all the time you know what i mean like that's what it is like yeah sure i get it sometimes you're fucking you're tired or or something happens where you got to shoot all day and you have no time you got to sleep and shoot the next day it is what it is but for the most part bro i like my things the way they are i like to set it up have it good have it done you know what i mean that's one thing the military for sure instilled in me yeah there's a lot of good morals and values you know what i mean sure i bet there is it's it's just a different world and you're mingling with people that they just come from different backgrounds bro you really get to see how crazy this country really is there's a lot of people that just aren't from big cities bro a lot of those military people especially in in basic training they come from small cities or just cities that you never heard of yeah. at least you know what i mean they're not too big but or they're not too small but they're not even used to being around people right sometimes exactly so they those are really the crazy ones that's why i see and i get why there's all these crazy shootings bro you know what i mean there's a lot of crazy people in this world and there's a lot of crazy parents that instill that same energy into their kid and their kid because they're younger think about us when we were younger we didn't care about certain things we would do dumb shit just for the hell of it just for a laugh just for competition or to get a rise out of our friends is there some crazy ass shit that happened over there that you can't like, Bro, ever forget? Just like the whole process in the Air Force was unforgettable. There's been a lot of ups and downs, I would say, in the Air Force. And I eventually got out of the Air Force for medical conditions. But I got blessed, bro. I got so blessed that I got to experience it. I got to experience the military. And then I got to get out way earlier than most people and still reap the benefits of the military but understand what the military life is like you know i have so much respect i have so many friends that are still in the military mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i have so much respect for what they do and it also sucks because i see a lot of situations that they're in you know what i mean the thing about the military that mostly sucks is that like i said there's those people that haven't been around people they don't know how to really communicate with people or people that have been either maybe bullied their whole lives or they're just not the popular ones they're they're the ones that are are like shunned from society as a younger kid but now they have all this power 
and now they kind of want to get back at those other kids even though they might not be it's like yeah they might abuse abuse the powers that they get huh because they never really felt that way before exactly anger is a way easier uh emotion to process than sadness is you know what i mean so they turn their sadness into anger and they go and they're just dicks but since they outrank you they can do it you know what i mean they can be a dick to you so those are the the downfalls from the military but there's the one thing of- that I do respect a lot from the military is the fact that like they're willing to sacrifice their own life just to save another person, you know, that they just met, I would say, because they're in the same force, they're in the same union, pretty much. I wish every human kind of like had some of that just because, For sure. you know, you would be more caring. Like everybody in the military cares about each other. They're, they're like willing to fucking catch a bullet for the other dude and- you would never see that shit in the real world out here. I wouldn't say you would never see that. I feel like it's rare, bro. Me. When the fuck do you ever see someone jump in front of a bullet for another person? Especially someone that like is a stranger, someone that you just met. Maybe for a family member, but maybe. Well, but that that's what it is. It's like the military, because they're wearing the same uniform, they know that they're the same. You know what I mean? maybe if it's like a a a lady i'm sure that i'm sure that there's so many stories out there of people jumping in front of bullets for people that they've just met or didn't even know or something like that it's just not that mainstream in media because i don't know i just think there's that bigger agenda of separating everybody because you know uh, we're stronger in numbers but once you separate everybody and put them into smaller groups it just becomes easier to control so I feel like by using that fear of like, there's always something that's going to happen. There's always these shooters and there's always these things like these laws could be easily changed, bro, but they're not because they want this shit to happen. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't know. It, it gets crazy. Like I, you, you saw the stuff that happened, right? The shooting in El Paso and then the other shooting in Dayton, Ohio. It's so crazy how common that's becoming that like when it happens now, I don't I don't even like look into it anymore. It's just so fucking common, bro. It's, so it's happening like it's so every common. fucking week or every month. Yeah, for sure. It's insane, bro. Like the one in El Paso was some kid and they're white supremacists bro like let's not get it twisted these are white caucasian individuals that are homegrown terrorists you know what i mean they're people with the same ideology as our fucking president you know what i mean like this guy is racist as hell for blatantly racist bro donald trump is blatantly racist and these people look up to him and they see him as our president so Obviously, they think, oh, look, the people in power are like me, so I got to do what I can for my country. This guy said that he was trying to get rid of the immigrants. He specifically targeted immigrants. And how the fuck do you know if somebody's an immigrant? Like, sure, they could speak Spanish and shit like that, but how do you know that they're an immigrant, bro? You know what I mean? This guy walked inside of a Walmart, killed 20 people. Yo, my heart is racing right now just thinking about this. He walked inside of Walmart and killed 20 people. Just to get rid of some immigrants? Yep. He walked inside, scoped it out first, saw it, walked back out, grabbed his gun, walked in, blasted 20 people. And guess what happens? He gets handcuffed and walked out. Yeah, because if it was a black folk. Minority in general. Doesn't even need to be black, bro. He could be Spanish. Yeah, if it was a minority, they would definitely uh, shoot him down before he even get into handcuffs. This country is crazy. And then the other dude in Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, which was like a day later. I, I don't even know if it was 24 hours later or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
but he killed nine people wow. at like 1 a.m. It's crazy, bro. This stuff is common. The one that really hit home to me, like these shootings, you know, obviously I've always felt something from it, like, wow, like sadness and go into it and really research it a little bit more. But the one that really hit home to me that I really became sad and not only for for like, you know, for the day being that I heard the news, but for a couple of weeks that I kind of got put in a slump was the shooting over here in um, Parkland mm-hmm. that they killed about 40 people, mostly children, kids, high schoolers. That was sad, bro. It was on Valentine's Day. I'll never forget that. I went to Parkland that night. I had a reservation to go eat dinner with my mom at um at this uh, pizza spot that we love in Parkland. So you're in Parkland when it happened? We were in Parkland. I, not when it happened, but I was in Parkland that night. Wow. And I was in Parkland the night before. Did you hear the shooting? No, 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 no. Of course, I didn't hear the shooting. I was, I was super far. I was in Pompano, but I, as soon as I heard it happen, I was like, what the fuck, bro? And then I saw some like videos of like kids screaming as soon as they hear that caliber rifle going off. What's your thoughts on all these like false flags at times? You ever seen the videos that kind of like... Yeah, for sure. Like sh- the um, Sandy Hook thing? Yeah, like do you think that shit is real? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like... Cause I've seen videos of like parents that are crying and shit, and then you see the the same parents like on another fucking video with another report. Right. But like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just asking. No, I, I, I feel you, and I honestly, I don't know. That's that's the best answer I could give you. I've looked into all this stuff, you know what I mean, and I lean. I'm on the middle of the fence. I don't lean towards. I can't say that it's real, and I can't say it's not real. Like. I I would love to sit here and say that it's real mm. and I would love to, to not that I say that I would love to believe it, it's a horrible thing that happened, but I'm inclined to believing it because it's something like, you know, automatically you think like, why the fuck would they lie about something so tragic like that? I mean, same with 9-11 though. They, right, right, right. If that shit was an inside job, then that's such a fucked up thing to do in all what, types of levels if sandy hook was an inside job what did that accomplish what was that meant to accomplish based on the people that are seen as a, as a false flag their gun laws they're saying yeah they're saying that these are basically excuses for the government to take the second amendment out which is the right to bear arms here's what it is and i have a gun i have a, a, a cwp which is carried weapons permit so I carry my gun everywhere I go with me here in Florida. And I believe that this is my personal thought, personal opinion. Everybody has is entitled to their own. But I believe people are for sure entitled to have a gun, their Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. But, big but, how can you give somebody and why would you give somebody an AK-47? You know what I mean? Anybody. I believe you should have a valid reason. Now, some people are going to disagree and say, oh, I have the right to buy whatever I want. You know, uh, um, the the right to a militia to go against the government in case the government tries to overthrow the people. But I believe for you to own an AK-47, you have to have a special permit and you have to go special testing. You know what I mean? Because if you look at all these mostly these shootings are younger kids and they have access to these rifles right 
the last big shooting that really was crazy that was more of an adult was the um that i could remember was the las vegas one which that shit was insane they should do a background check and not only just a background check every five years or so they have to go back and do another background check another mental check like a whole bunch of different tests you know what i mean and another reasoning like why you should own these like you should have a valid reason Mm. because at the end of the day i believe a handgun is enough to protect you unless you want to go hunting or some shit like that right i believe a handgun is more than enough to but even you. to go hunting you don't need an ak-47 exactly you could you get a rifle it's a it's such a tricky subject bro because like i don't even know what my opinion really is like i do agree that people should have the right to bear arms but i also think that you know they're not allowed to have certain fucking guns because not everybody's capable of handle handling uh weapons like that you know exactly especially people like, that are under the influence because most most of the times these people are under the influence or something right like they're taking some type of pill or they're drinking or something has they have to be bro there's no way they're fucking sober killing all these people if they are then they got some deep psychological fucking problems that needs to be addressed well, yeah sure people do have those deep like, bro if you but if you do if then drugs, you shouldn't bro, you shouldn't it, even be able to operate a vehicle i think exactly exactly but people don't get diagnosed for a shit like this though they probably never go to the fucking doctors and they don't even know what they have bro even to get a gun is way too easy here in the united it's way too easy bro you need to go over some type of background check it's way too easy speaking from a person that has a gun and believes in gun laws you know what i mean yeah. i'm just very uh, it, I, i'm very careful with it you know what i mean like i but if you like if you think about it like if you were a government right like if you were a government of a country would you want your citizens to have guns or would yes. you want really yes mm, i don't think you're thinking like a government though because if i was a government i wouldn't want my civilians to have guns because that way i would have less control over them well yeah now but that's that's why we need governments that believe in that law you know what i mean well those are republicans sure sure the power is within the people because the democrats don't really want guns no don't they don't want guns but i mean that they don't want guns not because of power it could be but it's also uh violence you know gun violence who knows man i mean i, I don't i don't really know what to think of all this shit i don't really have an opinion it's like a subject yeah. matter that's so sensitive people are like so um emotional about this yeah and i don't have the answers i ain't sway so what's new with you bro you've been filming a lot yeah man i actually just filmed yesterday yeah i saw that i saw on your insta stories yeah that shit took way oh man yesterday was a was a mission bro the reason being is because i was shooting um inside of a tiny tiny bathroom so we fit two lights in there plus the microphone on a stand because i only had a dp so i had to put the mic on a stand and the dp and myself bro two people already in there is is a tight squeeze so fitting two people in there plus three stands and the fucking camera that shit was crazy I, I wonder how this is gonna come out but you know the camera makes everything seem bigger than it is like you can make a a party with 10 people seem like that shit was lit as hell right how about you man been shooting here and there mostly for other people what makes me the happiest is 
having my own original content writing my own material because sometimes i'm well, on set with you know working on other people's shit and i'm like damn this ain't mine you know right. i'm using all this expertise and all this time pretty much to make someone else's vision come to life instead of my own that's why um you know larry after that that your cousin's wedding larry's gonna come over to cali and uh we gotta concentrate on our content man especially youtube because i feel like we make we don't make youtube content we make content targeted towards instagram we make skits that's basically going to perform better on instagram and tiktok and facebook per se but it's not targeted towards youtube at all we do not make youtube content Mm -mm. so i feel like that's something that we should definitely concentrate on i was just actually speaking to larry about this today and it's something that we just have to go hard on for the weeks that he's there. He's going to be there for a couple of weeks. Who knows? So I, I feel like we just got to be filming on a daily basis and just trying to create, 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 create. I, I see what you're saying. But like, I also have other people that like kind of depend on me. So like my schedule is not as open as it used to be, you know? Right. Depend on it. I don't want to like address it too much on here, but. No, it no, gets a little sure. complicated because even right now to do my own material. No, nah, for sure. I get that. And uh, that's what I was uh, I was talking to him too. I was like, we just have to schedule everything out at the end of the day. As long as we schedule it out, then everything should be good to go. Everybody knows exactly what we're doing this day, that day. If everybody's available, if anybody's available this day. We got it, man. I feel like we got, we got the juice. We just got to continue creating. And that's one thing that we can never forget is that the what makes us the happiest is really creating our content even then though it's so like at times it's so discouraging right like when you put something out and it, and it doesn't do well yeah but i you know because like cause we it, still have with the algorithm it, like being kind of out of our control it's, it's never really consistent like you know you can never like expect to get a certain amount of views anymore it's like you just throw it out there and see what happens it's like a big fucking chance game like it's playing roulette pretty much right and i mean that's just what it is bro it's like you just got to put the content out and let the viewers decide but i don't feel like we're really targeting i feel at least youtube we're not targeting youtube at all we do not make that type of content and i'm talking about easy youtube content that we could be creating because we have all the necessary tools now to create it like well what were you thinking just you know being a character going out to public and interviewing people or being a character and just but is that what you wanted to be known for it's not but it's easy youtube content that we could be creating bro because at the end of the day you could just maneuver this content to other things you know what i mean you the thing is is if you create multiple different types of skits like we're gonna have skits on instagram we're gonna have those type of content on youtube we're gonna have these other things we're still gonna be working on short films we're gonna be working on other people's stuff so i just believe we don't create enough for ourselves especially the the right type of content for the platforms yeah because i don't think skits or sketches do well on youtube unless you have a another platform promoting it we just don't really create the right things for it because all our videos that have gone viral for the most part maybe besides like one or two skits it's not skits it's real life content or all the 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 ones that typically perform better like our vlogs perform better than our skits typically you know what i mean and those are just like fun content that it's but we've tried doing vlogs after the fact and 
it didn't do as well. I even ended up like deleting some of them. It's because I feel like we were doing some things wrong, you know, as far as even trying to be more brand friendly for to to try to be on that Google preferred type of ordeal, because then that's when YouTube's really going to push you forward. It's too late for that. It's definitely you think true. we'll never be able to, to to get on Google Preferred with a uh, oh monkey. We have to start brand new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, it's like it's such a confusing phase right now because I feel like we're kind of lost on what the fuck we want to do. Because like we have all this energy and we just gotta figure out where to exactly put it. You know, right? Because yeah, it's kind of pointless to put all this energy into something that's not gonna like flourish. Because a lot of the decisions that like I could speak for myself, but like a lot of decisions that I'm making right now are just based on like, oh, they're paying. Okay, let's do it. You know, which is like, okay, it's all right. It's like a job and I'm getting more now than I was just working on my own material. But it's like a, it's like a sacrifice that you got to fucking take, you know? I don't know. It's so complicated. Fuck. And it's crazy because like there's no one you could really talk to about this stuff, you know, that would understand only other like content creators yeah who like have been in the same position or are in the same position and even then like you you still don't know what to do next because it's all a gamble not everything that someone did will work for you pretty much you know you kind of have to do your own thing and figure out your own way in order to to get to where you want to go because the same methods don't apply to everybody that's it's a complicated thing man we've been on this uh this journey for a long time and it's crazy because the day that we really do let's say it's a very vague term but blow up everybody always looks at it like wow these guys just did it overnight right but that's why i always question like what do i really want to be doing because like once once you do blow up bro once you do pass that threshold you're going to be known for the whatever the fuck you did you know and i don't want to be known for fucking doing pranks or fucking public interviews or anything like that but here's what it is bro i have the choice as a creator you do have the choice but it's like anybody else blowing up from something that they they didn't really want to now the only choice they have is to create more of what pretty much got them there Uh, like pretend all right pretend you blow up right pretend you put out a fucking prank video or whatever you blow up from that fucking gets like 10 million views on youtube whatever the fuck you get a bunch of followers on instagram and now you're posting skits now what yeah. How do you think the, the the comments and reaction is going to be from the people that followed you for the pranks? But here's what it is. I've already been creating skits. So people are obviously, when they see something dope that they're going to like, they're already going to go back. So they're going to see all the skits that I mainly create. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like we're in a little bit of a different category as far as that. And even as far so, look at that girl, the bad baby girl, bad Barbie, whatever her name is. She's blowing up off music now, and she's literally like doing good as far as music. Like I, I don't listen to her music, but I see her all the time creating new music with like big artists and shit like that. And I'm like, fuck, this girl literally transitioned her whole image. But people aren't really attached to her music. Her music is just a byproduct. They're attached to her, to her attitude, to her personality. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. But people are attached to her music too. Like there, she has legitimate fans for her music. Yeah, no, I get that, but like. The core audience is like attached to her personality, you know. And that there you go. That's what it. That's what it is, bro. I I don't feel like we showcase enough of our personality. That's why this podcast is great because we get to showcase a little bit more of that. 
but I feel like we need to showcase more of that on YouTube because YouTube is meant for that. Right. It's Look just, at Will Smith. Will Smith is doing movies, doing other things, but he's still showcasing his personality, which people love. Right. I mean, I would want to do something similar to what like Yes Theory is doing, you know, like they're dedicating like a whole video to like a particular subject or to address something that they want to address and like sometimes it's pranks sometimes it's interviews sometimes they you know fly to certain places just to get certain shots and like that that's not a bad gig it's fun as hell bro i'm telling you that's the type of content that i would for sure like to be creating but i feel like even to get to that point like will smith the reason will smith he was will smith when he uh, created a youtube account so when he created one obviously everybody already followed him and they love his personality like you said it's about showcasing that personality yeah well so pretty much vlogs then in a sense because vlogs is what kind of showcases that yeah yeah like vlogs but like make vlogs fun sometimes like hey sometimes we're gonna go uh play a card game that that one card game uh that i keep talking about bad people at somebody's house so let's film that you know what i mean the thing is now too is that we're all in separate fucking cities so how are you even gonna create constant yeah but i'm about to move out there so i mean that's gonna be for sure like we we need we've already been talking about this before so that's something that we for sure need to concentrate on is more youtube and even bringing monkey business back but just making it I don't know. Like it, it, it was already dope, but just making it even doper. You know what I mean? Bring more of our cinematic skills into it while making it super fucking fun and engageable and really showcasing who we are and what we're doing and the people that we get to interact with on a daily basis because of what we do. It, it just gets complicated when vlogging for a, a channel that has multiple people on it, I feel. You don't think? Yes and no. Because I, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, it's like we've already been doing this. And people know what O Monkey is. They people still ask for the vlogs back. Yeah, but it's not like that big of a scale though. Like you're comparing the current community we already have, but I'm thinking of like people outside of our community who don't know who we are, which is a lot bigger than a community that we currently have you know for sure and that's the people i'm trying to attract because that's what's going to make us be bigger well yeah i don't know man because like so far we've been like just posting short sketches on youtube like pretty much the same videos we post on instagram and facebook we're posting on youtube and that hasn't really been working out because those type of videos don't work with youtube no yeah skits don't work like even the most legendary skits that we know don't have that many views compared to other type of content on youtube like to me the most legendary youtube skit of all time that is the trademark for me is that julian smith skit that he did where uh it's the text messages where his him and his girl are always yelling at each other until she finds out that he's texting some other girl even that doesn't have that many views i believe but that's what i'm saying like skits don't work anymore on youtube bro they used to even Jimmy Tatro, who's like a legendary OG who who came from doing skits on Instagram or, or on YouTube, saying that like it's not the right platform for it anymore. Yeah, that Julian Smith skit that I was talking about has 3.5 million views, bro. The skit that 
we made the one with your cousin that she's pregnant has more views than this yeah think about that another huge thing that i don't feel like we have even on youtube as far as our skits we never take a picture for our thumbnail we always just grab a screenshot but i think is the type of content that's that we're doing that's not resonating on youtube like i was saying you know because if we're doing like challenges and stuff like that stuff that is getting featured on on youtube then it'll most likely get more views i would say because i've been working with you know our friend blame it on quay who has a youtube channel now and we've been doing like challenges here and there and like those seems to resonate pretty well on youtube versus like you know something that's thought out or like scripted I don't know. It's just different platforms for different things, I guess, because on Instagram it does well. On Facebook it does well because if it's relatable, people will share it. But on YouTube, yeah. if they see a skit, it's not really like, how can they really share it? They All they can really do is like it, you know? To the strangers that are, are getting that recommendation, they're not in it to fucking watch sketches on there, you know? No, no. And another thing, too, is just the fact that I feel like people are on YouTube to watch content that's a little bit longer so even if our skits were maybe like three to four minutes it might even perform better than a one minute skit yeah you know what i mean yeah but i don't even want to be doing long form sketches though no no it's it's already you know it's fucking time consuming doing a one minute skit imagine doing a three four minute skit fuck man it's such a complicated position to be in right now yeah yeah and i feel like a lot of people it's good that people are hearing this because they don't realize how much thinking and direction you have to really be able to 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 have to do in this type of field. You know what I mean? Even as far as when you're on set, like yesterday, every time you're on set, you plan for something, it's never going to go according to plan or something happens where you have to change it up. Now you have to think on the go and you have to really work around with it. To be a filmmaker, you have to be a problem solver. All the time, all on set especially, because you have to be able to be calm and really guide everybody through this. Like yesterday, for example, I realized I fucked up almost towards the end. I was like, damn, I fucked up. And I was like, oh, but if I get this shot right here, I can just put this on the edit and I can make it all better. So that's what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Little, little things like that. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of these Instagrammers, too, who are known for doing skits. They're all moving into YouTube, bro. And they're not even, like, moving into YouTube with the intention of doing skits. They're moving into YouTube with the intention of just being YouTubers. Like, yeah. people that are just doing challenges and vlogs. And it's crazy because, yeah, no, like, sure. being in the middle of all this, of, like, a shift happening is so confusing you see these people like freaking out because these brand deals aren't coming in anymore they can't really pay rent like they used to you know it's like it's a crazy shift happening right now bro and like that's why people are moving into youtube because they're becoming kind of desperate like they don't really know what to do because instagram is not what it used to be you know like right now with the algorithm and shit everybody's getting like not as many views as they used to so like right. these brand deals are kind of like diversifying it i guess a little bit it, it feels like it's even better to be a micro influencer right now than an actual top influencer because these brands are kind of spreading out their money with a bunch of little influencers you know but like i'm really into documentaries bro like i feel like that type of material really works on youtube plus i really enjoy doing them and i have a few subjects that i want to cover that i would love to get like deep into it because 
there's not that much information out there. Plus, no one's going to like do it like we can pretty much. I absolutely love that. I, I think I watch more document. I for sure watch more documentaries than I watch movies. Yeah, they're so much more interesting because they're, they relate to the real world, you know? Yeah, you learn. Like, I just love watching something, being entertained and learning at the same time. Yeah, maybe that's what we should focus on YouTube is documentaries. Like, even if it's like a mini doc that's like 10 minutes long, you know? But in a sense, what is a vlog? When you when you say vlog, I, I imagine more of like self-reflection where people are addressing like themselves or what's going on with their lives instead of like when you think of a documentary it's like addressing a certain problem or a certain subject you know because when i think of vlogs i'm like oh you're just it's like a personal yeah thing. it's like a personal thing and then when i hear documentaries like okay what the fuck are you guys talking about you know right right no for sure but there's also documentaries about people's lives but still like when i think of vlog i think of a person filming themselves versus a documentary if it is a per about a person's life then there's a crew filming them on their day-to-day -day. and you know what that's kind of why i liked monkey business because it felt more like a doc right than exactly long it's not somebody holding a camera to himself you know what i mean yeah plus there was uh the interviews and stuff exactly there's the interviews and there's all the b-rolls and all that shit so it makes it more entertaining but it also takes a lot more work to do for sure but i mean that's how it should be i think yeah you know because yeah like we we all want to like dish out as much material as possible with you know not creating that much work but i feel like to create anything meaningful you're gonna put in some work you have to put in some work yeah for sure a lot of people are just doing this shit for like strictly for the paycheck you know like I yeah. know a, a couple of people that went from Instagram to doing content on Instagram to now just doing shit content on YouTube. And I hate it, bro. And I don't want to be one of those persons, bro. I, I don't. We're at a certain level right now for us to become better. And at the end of the day, besides uh, personalities and besides entertainers, we're filmmakers. We're behind the scenes. We're production. You know what I mean? So that's something that we always want to get better at. And... Even if we make, per se, YouTube content, we're not going to make shitty YouTube content. We're not going to make YouTube content that doesn't look cinematic and that doesn't look dope. I would even be interested in creating, like, episodic do documentaries because I love that, bro. When I, when I watch yeah. it on Hulu or Showtime or Netflix, I love it when they separate it into parts versus, like, watching yeah. a whole full-length documentary that's, like, 90 minutes long. And Me I too, think bro. it would be perfect for YouTube because then like you'd hype people up for like the next episode and the next episode and the next episode, you know? I agree with that. I really, docu-series, I love docu-series. Fuck yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely entertaining to create and to consume. As far as entertainment, so did you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did you? I did. So uh, we'll, we'll save this conversation for the next one because- um, Did you like it? I'm going to save this conversation for the next one. Fuck. I want to know your thoughts now. Damn it. I'm going to save your conversation for the next one. We did a, we did talk about Lion King, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, th did you see those images that they had online where they changed it up? They, they made it more cartoonish. Like they made it real life, yeah. but more cartoonish. What did you think about that? Mm, it felt like, it felt more like Disney for sure. Right. But I like the way they did it though. Yeah. I, a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I really liked it. I liked it after 
listening to that video or watching that video that you sent me where the director kind of broke it down and he talks yeah. about why they did what they did yeah i feel like everybody needs to fucking see that video before watching it yeah the, they appreciate the fucking amount of work that was put into that yeah shit. for sure for sure no it wasn't even the amount of work that that i didn't appreciate is that i didn't know the direction you know so because i had a certain expectation per se yeah everybody did yeah exactly so if i would have been told that like hey we made this movie to make it look realistic as if it was a documentary we didn't make mm. this movie to look animated like a disney movie then i would have been like oh okay now i get why they did that i liked it overall though no I, pretty I, good I did to me. of course I, I still felt the same way when um mufasa died and i still got goosebumps and hearing the music right it was pretty similar similar shots and everything oh yeah oh yeah well, that's what i like too that they kept original to a lot of things we weren't really funny on this episode huh got pretty serious got pretty hey in the beginning it was pretty funny with the whole military stuff that wasn't really funny though why not that was some serious matter bro was it bro i just thought of there was some racist shit in the military bro oh my god i just thought of this right now i don't know why it <laughs> slipped my mind no because we had we had this um one of the the airmen was I don't know exactly how it worked, but he was from Africa, but he was some part somehow like training with the Air Force so he can I don't know, I don't know. But he was an African soldier, but he was training with the Air Force. And um bro, this one white kid, this was like weeks into it, called him a monkey, bro. How crazy was that? He obviously got fucking suspended. I was like, are you kidding me? Of course. I was actually, um, my mother's friend was telling me a story the other day that they were having a party at her house and it wasn't anything like too crazy or anything like that. You know, she just had maybe like 10 people over and they were eating some food in her backyard, listening to some Brazilian music and her neighbor, she said that once he gets drunk, sometimes he's really racist. He starts screaming, like, go back to, uh, to Brazil, you monkeys, go back to the forest, go back to the Amazons. I'm like, the what the fuck, bro? That's the crazy shit that we live in nowadays. It's all that anger. Yeah, and that's like pretty much sober thoughts. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's doing that, he will one day. What makes you think he can't just go out there and just blast all of them? You know what I mean? In this crazy world that we live in nowadays. Yeah, if he's under the right influence, I'm sure he will. That shit is crazy, bro. There's crazy shit happening in our world today. Did you hear about the 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 birds in Australia? What birds in Australia? Oh my gosh. So there was some city in Australia that there was like 60 birds. They were just falling out of the sky in the ground. They were like screaming for their lives and they were bleeding out of their nose and mouth. And they don't know the cause? They don't know the cause. Like they're still like researching it. Yeah, I heard a lot of that shit happening. Like a lot of birds like just falling from the sky. A lot of fish just like, you know, dying on shore and shit. That shit is crazy, bro. It's like biblical times. Yeah, what the fuck? makes you think like is the bible really real is all this really real and then you got like crazy shit like did you hear about the the guy in florida that i mean this guy's the the hero actually in my eyes but he tried to barbecue this guy alive because he uh molested a child oh my god imagine that that's another crazy florida story for you we should have like a segment of like crazy florida stories every episode <laughs> <laughs> 
For real. The craziest shit that happens come from Florida. I don't oh, know yeah. why. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening to this Uh-Oh podcast. Please leave us a review on Apple iTunes or follow us on Spotify. All right, Marty. Look at you. You, you professional script reader. What do you think of this episode? It's, I don't know, man. I don't know. We got uh, pretty serious, bro. We did get pretty serious. We definitely got pretty yeah. serious. But uh, We touched on some very uh, touchy subjects. Yeah, hey, man. I, I like it. You know, it's a little bit more personal and stuff like that. But also, guys, sorry. We were late. We know this. We were pretty busy. You know, me and Marty were doing our own things. Yeah, we're a couple of days late on this episode. We apologize, guys. We'll try to be a little earlier next time. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely uh, working towards... Uh, dropping the next one on the right date cool all right buddy till next time deuces here on the uh, oh podcast oh yeah dj michel tocando os vários pastels do 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 brasil nick no one's gonna understand that bro okay the people that do you love inside jokes don't you who doesn't not the audience all right y'all peace deuces